All right, everybody at home, welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast. We have Connor and Pastor Mike here. Uh, hope this finds you well. Uh, Pastor Mike, this last Sunday you were preaching on delighting in the Trinity, bringing that to a close. And uh, as you came to the end, it sounded like there was maybe some application left on the table. So we want to just open the uh, door to dive back into that a little bit today mm-hmm. and for you to run through uh, some of what you talked about on Sunday, but then also just to push further into more more application for our lives. So Excellent. The, the floor is yours. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Connor. And I will say that one of the preacher's challenges is to be um, humbled by the word and know when it's time to stop preaching and say, the Lord has given us what we need and let's let's just stop. And that's what happened Sunday for me. Mm-hmm. But I did have more in my notes and we wanted to take a podcast here, a, a segment, and kind of highlight some of those because we were talking about delighting in the Trinity. And I was preaching Psalm 37, verse four primarily, delight yourself mm-hmm. in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. You know, Jonathan Edwards said, the enjoyment of God is the only happiness with which our souls can be satisfied. And so the goal there was, what does it mean to delight in God? And obviously the the main point really was this, that to delight in God means to give luxurious, generous attention to Mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. And it's based on his delight in us. And we looked at Zephaniah 3.17, Zephaniah 3.14. Now God's delight in his people Uh, fosters our delight in Him. But this idea of really delighting in God and relishing who He is and on the daily, it really has to do with paying attention to Him and what He is saying in the Word. And so as I was going through that sermon, you know, we we had several things I was bringing out. We did a Trinity review, right? There is uh, one being of God uh, with three distinct divine persons. They're co-equal and co-eternal. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and really the idea of God delighting in his children, therefore his children delighting in him. And, and when I say God's children, I mean believers, mm-hmm. those who've come to faith mm-hmm. in Christ, they believe the gospel message, mm-hmm. they believe that God has caused them to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, 1 Peter 1.3, right. and they believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and must be uh, trusted and followed as such and uh, they're being convicted of their sins by the Holy Spirit, and they throw themselves on God's mercy and uh, trust the gospel truth that Christ has died for our sins in our place and is coming back for those who love him. Mm-hmm. And so hmm. that's really where we're going with that. And so I was getting into what does it mean to delight in God and that idea that it means that you're giving luxurious, generous attention to God. But with that, the idea of, so what does that mean make you care about Mm -hmm. like what does that make you care supremely about well obviously you care supremely about what god cares about yeah and so i pointed out that god cares first and foremost about his glory he cares uh, greatly about our personal purity and he cares greatly about church unity and you can listen to that sermon Uh, it's up on our website uh, graceorange.org and you can see that sermon from 22320 on delighting in the Trinity, but I stopped there. And and I did talk about, you know, if you want to give luxurious, generous attention to God, and you know you have a problem because you don't always do that, that you know that you need Jesus in the Word every day, and that you don't have an easy button to push, Mm -hmm. that God has designed and and providentially orchestrated everything so that we would depend on Him, Mm -hmm. and that He would be glorified. 
But I stopped there and I did have one left on the table. Yeah. So that's what we want to address right now. Okay. And so, you know, what's that last point? Yeah. So God cares supremely about his glory, about your purity, about church unity. What's the last one? And the last one is this, generous ministry. Hmm. That God cares supremely about generous ministry. And it's the idea of serving God's purposes and helping and blessing people. It's about, you know, seeing God use us for his glory. It's about knowing that God has freely given us his word and his power and that we want the word of Christ to dwell in us richly. I know we repeat that often, and I think it's, you can't repeat it too many times. We want to delight in the Lord primarily through the, light, the lens of his revealed word. But in that delight, the Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, infuses his desires in us. And this idea of generous ministry just is birthed out of that delight. Mm. And generous ministry. What do I mean by generous ministry? First of all, I think it's a, a snowball effect of sorts. You love the Lord so much because he loves you so much and you want to serve him so much that that the life of Christ really uh, just wells up in you and the overflow is blessing to others. Mm. And it's seen in, in very uh, clear things clear ways. And I think, you know, I don't know. If you think about, do I delight in God or not? And you realize, boy, I really don't as much as I want to. I, I, I do delight in his glory. I do delight in personal purity. I do delight in church unity. But maybe I'm not ministering very much because I feel like I'm so busy with my daily activities that I don't have any extra time to mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. what I would consider ministry. And I would say, turn that. How so? Talk to me. Turn that in your mind to me living on a daily basis is engaging in generous ministry, Hmm. meaning that I want to serve God's purposes as I do my roles and responsibilities and work that God has given us. Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, do heartily or from the heart um, as to the Lord, not for men. And the idea that what are you called to do? Be a dad, a mom, a brother, a sister, a son, a daughter, a student, a citizen, a plumber, a lawyer, a teacher. What is God called you to do that you are just to do on a daily basis as you generously serve him? And what I mean by that, too, is like you take that Colossians 3.23 thing and you're like, oh, I'm not just serving my boss. I'm not just serving, you know, even let's say you work with the high school group, not just the the, the young guys in there that you're discipling. Yeah. But you're serving the Lord. Yeah. And you're, you're just, it's Paul in First Thessalonians, mm. Connor, where mm. Paul says, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but our very lives, because you had become very dear to us. Mm. And the idea of generous, just like, yeah. I'm just going to pour it out. You know, it's interesting. You know, when you go to certain places to eat, they'll say, it's my pleasure to serve you. They do. Right? At Chick-fil-A. Yes, at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and, and I guess there, there might be some Christians that don't say this out loud, but you kind of get the opinion that, or the point that their motto is, it's my prerogative to hmm. annoy you, or hmm. it's my prerogative to make you miserable. Or receive service from you. <laughs> or or yeah. get things yeah. from yeah. you, exactly. Yeah. I mean, how often do we find ourselves frustrated and angry and confused, right? It's because of our wrong desires waging war in our members. And Mm -hmm. the the thing we have to ask ourselves is, do I really care about being healthy as a believer or am I hiding out 
um, you know, sucking in my stomach to look good, right? Um, yeah, uh, that's right. You know, it's kind of, sometimes we're kind of like a weather vane turning in the wind and we get out of balance and you mm-hmm. need to be recalibrated, mm-hmm. turned in the right direction. And mm-hmm. what I'm saying is turn to trusting God who delights in you, who created you to delight in him and to pour yourself out in generous ministry. Mm-hmm. Like what did Paul say? I would most gladly spend and be spent for your souls. Yeah. That's generous ministry. Yeah. That's what I mean. And I think that that's that's where I was. That's that point I didn't get to yeah. on Sunday. Mm. Yeah, to spend to be sent, spent for souls. Absolutely, be yeah. spent for for the souls of others, but for the sake of Christ. Yeah, for Jesus and the gospel. What did Jesus say? Anyone who's given up, you know, lands and homes and all these things for my sake and the gospel will receive much more. And you don't go around and go, well, God, you told me I was going to get all these things. You're just like, no, I just want to keep pouring my heart out Mm -hmm. in ministry to you. Mm -hmm. I want to serve your purposes. I will help wherever is needed. I'll do the most menial task where I'll get up and preach the word as I'm called to do in whatever setting God calls me to do it. Yeah. Amen. For that, just as a final closing thought here, for that person who's charged up saying, yes, I want to do ministry, I'm excited, I want to serve, generous ministry even, uh, would you just remind all of us uh, how important it is to just fix our eyes on Christ, if that's where our heart is at? Absolutely. Fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith, Hebrews 12, 2. And here's the thing. Serve him right where you are, right this moment. Just pour out your heart and say, Mm. Lord, I love you. And then go do the next good thing. Mm-hmm. Go do the next thing on your schedule that is a good thing to do and do it as unto the Lord. Say, this is for you, Lord. This is an offering to you. I want to be generous about it. I'm not going to be stingy with the gospel. I'm not going to be stingy with my time. Uh, it's that next interruption. The person who shows up at your door and says, you got a minute. It's the next person mm-hmm. that you, you go home after a long day and your family needs you. Uh, It's where you are doing a ministry even through the church and you've had this long day at work and you show up and you're like, the day starts now. You know, it's it's Mm. just right where you are. Fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. Remember this, you cannot sustain delight in God. That's the most impossible task uh, that you have today is to sustain a delight in God. You cannot do that. Mm. Jesus said in John 15, 5, apart from me, you can do nothing. So desiring to delight in God is impossible apart from Him. Desiring to do generous ministry is impossible apart from God. Um, We can do nothing pleasing to God apart from God who delights in us. Mm -hmm. But what did Jesus say? The things impossible with man are possible with God. With God, all things are possible. Uh, Christian, you have received a permanent new birth. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're walking in ongoing repentance. You have a new life uh, that is cultivated and pointed towards Christ. You don't want to go astray, so just worship Jesus right now. Uh, Give some luxurious, generous attention to Him. Pray to Him, and then go do what God has given you to do. There it is. Amen. Thanks so much. So practical, so helpful. Appreciate the time.